Something that I've learned in entrepreneurship is that it's oftentimes the things that we don't think really matter that much or the things that aren't really talked about that often that make the biggest difference. I think we spend so much time focused on strategies and techniques and statistics and landing pages and funnels that we forget about some of the core things that really make us tick as entrepreneurs. Some of the things that really allow some people's businesses to have success and to thrive and some things that ultimately will cause other people's businesses to fail. And as entrepreneurs, we have those times where it feels like we take on more than we should, right? Like we're overextending ourselves. We're trying to burn the candle at both ends, so to speak. We're just grinding and hustling and doing more than we feel like we're capable of. And I think we all need to learn to put into place structures and policies and honestly boundaries to help us know when we should say yes and when we need to say no. And that's why I'm so excited that on today's Quick Tip Tuesday episode, my mom is going to discuss this topic with Ezra Firestone. Ezra is the CEO of Zipify Apps, Boom by Cindy Joseph, and founder of Smart Marketer. He's been recognized by Shopify and Entrepreneur Magazine as a leading e-commerce expert and a refreshing voice in the entrepreneurial community. Ezra is a huge proponent of the idea of people over profit, which we also believe in here at Build Your Tribe. He leads a team of over 126 employees while traveling the world, educating business owners on how to build brands with integrity and purpose. Without any further ado, let's get into the interview. I'm curious, because I have to ask this, you know, when you start to have success, it's a subtle thing where you don't realize like one thing keeps adding on to another, adding on to another. And you, you're saying, yeah, my red flags are telling me I probably shouldn't say yes to this right now, but people are expecting it and I'm at this stage. So I'm going to say yes to this. And I'm curious what policies, written procedures, boundaries you have in place to make sure you don't get caught up in that. So I think just like with anything, right, with social media consumption, with diet, with anything that is going to be pervasively available to you that you want to create some boundary with for your own well-being, it takes eternal vigilance. It takes a daily, it's like a relationship. It takes a daily commitment to showing up and having that intention. And it doesn't mean you're not going to fall off the wagon, but it does mean that when you do, you don't beat yourself up about it and you get back on that is in alignment with whatever your intention is. And for me, I'm well aware that work will fill the time that I give it. I've always known that mm-hmm. it's like as much, and it's also always right there on my computer. Mm-hmm. I can put attention on it. It will take as much of me as I give it uh, always a hundred percent of the time it's available and it wants my attention. And mm. the cool part about my early journey was, Hey, Carrie was in school and I had quit my job. And so I could give it as much attention as I wanted. I could work 10 hour a day, 12 hour days, uh, 21, you know? So I had several years where I got to put that. I had the space. I didn't have any other responsibilities. And I had the space to put in a lot of time and energy, and that was fun. And I enjoyed that. And I grind and I ground, grinded, grinded, whatever. <laughs> I did the grind, you know what I'm saying? And then right yeah, around yeah. about 25, 26, I realized, hey, this is not going to get me where I want to go. And I understand that I need systems, infrastructure, process, delegation, and boundary if I want to have other things in my life, if I want to pick up hobbies, if I want to reinvest in having a very fulfilled social life, I was still spending plenty of time with Carrie. I've always been clear about that and investing in that, but I wasn't taking care of my body. I wasn't like having a super fulfilled social life. I wasn't doing some of these things that, you know, that I have as important in my world. And I know that some is wrong if I'm breaking promises I make with myself, right? Mm. That's when things are in my worldview. If I'm telling myself one thing and doing something else, 
we have got a serious problem and I don't want to live like that. And so it was around about 25, 26, I realized, okay, I'm not showing up to these areas of my life in the ways that I think I should. Because I think for most people, it's about your view of yourself. That's really the most important thing in your world is how do you view and treat yourself? And then that will show up. It's like, for example, if you don't take care of yourself and you're super tired and burned out and you know underslept and all that, underfed, undernourished, well, then what good are you to anyone else or your business? Like You don't end up showing up to the rest of your world anyways. So I'm going to take care of yourself first person. Clip your fingernails before you give someone a massage. It'll be more pleasurable kind of deal. You know what I'm saying? So I realized then, hey, I need to get help in the area of learning delegation and systems and scale and strategy. And I need to recommit to the boundaries that I can set around my work life. And, I, and I've been practicing it. I'm 35 in two months. So I have 10 years now of practicing that. And it's a practice like anything else. Yes. It is a, it's like a, yes. med, it's like a meditation practice, a yoga practice, a payo practice. It's a practice, you know? And so I'm really good now. The way that I structure my day, and I don't know that this can apply to, to other folks, but I'll give you my structure, Please. which is I get up around 7.30, I have some green tea. Maybe I screw around for a half hour doing whatever. I work out from 8 to 9.30 and I do that five days a week. Some days I'll miss or some days I'll go for a 30 minute run. So maybe it won't be 90 minutes, but I always like to move my body first, you know, and I like to do that with that before I have food in my system. It just feels better to me, you know, 930 to 1030 or nine to 1030. I make breakfast for Carrie and I, and we hang out and we talk, what are you doing? How's it going? What's cracking for the day? Whatever. 1030 to, you know, two, I do the bulk of my work, you know, calls for me. My work now is mostly talking to other people about what they are doing. I don't do much anymore. I don't have closed. Like, it's hard when you go from driver to navigator because you're no longer on the road taking the turns. You're kind of like, what am I doing around here? But you're up above the road looking at the mountain ranges that are coming, figuring out where to go. So I had to make that transition. And I've done that successfully over the last decade. I'm fully navigator. I do not drive anymore, which is cool. Except for, you know, hey, they have me make some videos here and there for blogs and stuff. So that's kind of driving. Then I stop and I kind of use lunch as a, an NLP term is to break state, to like break the state of the workflow and the intensity mm-hmm. of the work and slow down a little bit. And I make lunch. I am the chef de cuisine in this house. So I'll use that as an opportunity to get back into my body, to you know have a sensory experience, to feed carry, to hang out. After lunch, I usually do a couple more hours of work, maybe like 3.30 to 5, 5.36. Then again, I will use dinner as a, maybe we'll go for a walk. We have 200 acres here in, in New York. So we'll go walk around our property, check out the river, whatever. Then I will make dinner after those next couple hours of work. And again, use that as the like, all right, no more of this done, you know, 6 PM to seven, seven 30 and make dinner. And then, and then we have our evening where we hang out Maybe we'll take a bath or whatever. So I focus my work in two chunks a day and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe, maybe we're hanging out with friends in the evening or maybe, you know, and four days a week, I do that pretty religiously. And then Friday, I usually do about a half day, but I'm also 16 years into the game. And I have a lot more flexibility and help and support and infrastructure than somebody who maybe isn't, who might have to put in more than six hours in a day or seven hours in a day, four days a week to get their goals. So I don't know that it's a, you know, copyable, but I do think what is copyable about it is rigid structure, deliberate and consistent and well thought out and in alignment with my goals and allowing me to show up to the other parts of my life that I want. And hey, is, are there some nights where I'm like, you know what? I got to work after dinner. Sure. Or there's some nights where it's like, you know what? I'm going to play around on Instagram after dinner. Sure. But that's the, not the norm, right? The norm is that structure. 
And so I, I'm not the kind of guy who beats myself up if I fall off. a. I don't have it as like, I'm some kind of bad person if I you know, messed up because I don't think routine is the goal. I think the goal is the goal. And I think routine is a tool. And if you fall off yes. the routine, okay, you get back on it. But it's like, I don't have it that I'm some kind of now bad because I messed up some routine I was in. And maybe the routine needed to be shaken up and it's time to reevaluate the routine. I remember as my Instagram account first started to take off and I first started to get really serious about it and try to stay consistent, I was very quickly overwhelmed by the amount of comments and direct messages I was receiving. It felt like I was spending all day long just answering questions and replying to comments, sending people direct messages, and it would be sometimes two, three, or four in the afternoon before I could even get to the real work of getting to my email inbox and handling things in our actual business. And that's one of the tough things about growing a social media following and trying to build your business on social media is that all of those boxes have to be checked. You have to be responding to comments, staying engaged and answering direct messages, and you have to do all of the other things in your business. Oh, and by the way, you still only have 24 hours in your day, so good luck exercising, spending time with your family, taking care of yourself, or just doing anything else that you need. That's where our friends at Belay can help. Belay has been helping busy leaders outsource, grow, and scale their businesses by intentionally pairing clients with US-based virtual assistants, accounting specialists, social media managers, and web specialists. One of the most common questions we get when we talk about outsourcing is where do you start? And this is a great place to go. Belay is currently offering a free download of their CEO's book, Rise Up and Lead Well, how leveraging an assistant will change your life and maximize your time. Just text the word TRIBE, that's T-R-I-B-E, to the number 55123 to get your free copy today. Again, that's TRIBE, T-R-I-B-E, to 55123. Accomplish more, juggle less, modern staffing from Belay. Structure provides freedom. And, you know, you said, I don't know how many people have the, I guess you could say freedom to structure their day in this way, but in all of the people who are incredibly successful and also who have a lot of different interests. I find that for those of us who like, there's no limit to the number of ideas or different directions we can go into or the number of people that we could talk to or the the number of things that could steal our attention. It's even more important for those people who are listening who, who have that kind of a brain to have structure in place. Because if you try to just let all of those things take over, it's like you're a boat in the ocean and the waves are just knocking you around. I find that the more successful people I talk to, that kind of happens for them once they realize like, I've got to have structure. And that structure has to support what allows me to be my best. Like, you know, we're very similar in the way that our mornings are structured, very similar. Maybe I wake up a little bit earlier, not much. I used to wake up a lot earlier because I thought I had to do that. But then I realized it was impacting my brain health. And I was not putting my brain health before my business health. Like I was waking up at 4 a.m. because there was so much to do for work. And in the process, I lost sight of my own you know, brain health. But I do think it's really interesting to see how many people I've interviewed who they realize like, I've got to have exercise and time to process like in the morning before I can get into that workflow. And if I structure my day in such a way that I can do that, then I don't have to take a meeting at 8 a.m. And I'm going to be 10 times more effective when I've done all of these things that get me into that state, if you will, for those hours that I am going to work and then knowing what you need to recharge because you can't, some people can. I mean, I've met people who can go like 10 hours focused on the same thing. I lose my mojo. I lose my edge. 
So it's great to hear yeah, this. There's these things called ultradian rhythms. And there's all this science that shows that effective people take what are called ultradian rhythm breaks. And basically what it shows is after about 90 minutes, two hours of attention on a given thing, the cortisol and stress and hormones in your body spikes all crazy and you're way less effective. And so if every 90 minutes to two hours, you literally just take a walk around the block, close your eyes for five minutes, you just reset, you're way better off than just trying to grind all crazy for five, six hours at a time. Like you need those little reset breaks. Your body literally responds to that, you know, redlining of just going super hard. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation. And really, it is so important as entrepreneurs that we realize that we need to create daily structure because as entrepreneurs, it's just too easy to try to do all the things and take on all the work when really what we need to do is creating personal policies and learn to delegate not just business related things, but social media consumption, family commitments, and anything else that would create stress or affect our inner peace, health, and even our relationships. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, happy networking.